Welcome to Game of Books with Kathy in South Dakota. That's me. And Christy in South Florida. That's me. We're two newbie writers sharing our take on wine, food, and mystery books. And the authors who write them. Join us for the fun. Hey, Kathy and all you mysterious foodies out there. It's 2020. Happy New Year. (laughs) Happy New Year. (laughs) It's still early enough, though, in January that I still have my Christmas decorations up. What about you? (laughs) No, not a one. (laughs) Not one inkling. And and my house is pretty bare because I didn't kind of put up uh, other decorations I'd put away. So I'm Mm -hmm. I'm starting the year in a very minimalistic way. (laughs) Oh, interesting. Now, did you do that before New Year's even or did you wait till after New Year's? No, I did it. Just a couple days after Christmas, me that first weekend after Christmas, wow. I, I, I'm, I kind of am done. I'm kind of ready for like <laughs> a little breath of, I don't know. Well, I've just been too busy. I've just been too oh, well, busy. Well, that's good. Reading, reading all the books I got for Christmas, and um, <laughs> and and then this book that we were doing today, which um, only oh. came out like. But uh, December 31st. 31st, yeah. Yeah. So we, so we had to do it. some quick reading, mm-hmm. but it was a good one. <laughs> I love, it was a good one. I love that you prioritize reading over putting your Christmas decorations away. That is a girl to my own true heart. <laughs> oh, thanks. It, it's, it makes it, it's a nice effect when I'm like reading and having the Christmas tree lights behind me or something. So. Oh, I love, I I have to say, I love putting up my Christmas decorations every year. It's such a wonderful time, Mm -hmm. but I do equally love putting them (laughs) away, or I like having them put away. I don't like doing the process. Exactly. Exactly. That's why probably why I'm putting it off a little. (laughs) Yeah. So speaking of all the books you've been reading, Mm -hmm. we are discussing Good Girls Lie by J.T. Ellison today. And then next week, we're going to be doing a Corks and Conversation with JT herself. Yay! Yes. Woo! Woo! And, and I, you know, I'm really excited because you have been highlighting um, her books and writing and her productivity advice on past <laughs> episodes. I mean, I feel like I know so much about her, but I just can't wait to hear <laughs> Hear her. <laughs> I'm excited. I am, I am quite a fan. I am I am quite a fan. And it's such mm-hmm. a great way to start the year. So, yes. Yeah, she's awesome. Her book, Good Girls Lie, was awesome. It's a perfect book club pick, don't you think? Because, yes. I mean, there's just so many things to talk about. But before right. we can even get to that, mm-hmm. tell me what you have today <laughs> for our food and wine pairing for a book club discussion. Okay, so today we are having Replica Cabernet Sauvignon Just Right. And this wine is perfect for this book. (laughs) And I can't even tell you all the ways it's perfect for this book, but it's such um, an interesting, first of all, the label's really pretty. It is. I was just going to say, it's a lovely label. Right. And it's like a butterfly, you know, like the mirrored wings of the butterfly. And then we have in this book, there's so much that's deceiving, don't you think? Like right. everything is not as it seems. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and this and this wine is kind of a, a fake. It's not. What do you mean? Because they caught. The, Wait, um, let me take a drink of this fake wine. Yes. Take a sip. <laughs> take a sip. Okay. All right. 
So the premise behind this wine is that they replicate expensive bottles of wine, but do it for much cheaper because it doesn't have the the price for the label, you know? And oh. I could not find anywhere wh- which wine this one is supposed to be replicating. I mean, like, the, you know, they had like in the research they told about, say, the Pinot Noir is supposed to be like this wineries Pinot Noir but what they do is they take the fancy wines and they send it to a lab or they work with this lab called Ellipse Analytics and they've analyzed like 2,000 wines and they found over 60 chemistry markers in these wines and they match those analytes they call them or chemical compounds they, uh-huh. they mean for aroma, flavors, mouthfeel, color and tint, purity and structure. And so then they take a wine that they want to replicate and they break it down to the chemical content, basically. And then they try oh, to I'm... match it with... I had no idea even such a thing existed. No, I don't. I don't. Well, th- except this for is like the only one. Rolex I mean, knockoffs, you know. <laughs> yeah, and I. This is like this is a new thing. You know, they don't use. They just use regular wine processes, and they have you know family farmers and stuff. But they try to <clears throat> match it. This profile, and then they go go hmm. to like their sommelier. His name is. Um, Brett Zimmerman and Brett Zimmerman uses his elite skills of smelling and tasting the wine and his very important nose yeah and so he (laughs) will try like the they'll come up with say four prototypes that they think are really close to like the expensive wine and he tastes them and says okay well I kind of think this one tastes the best and so that's how they come up with their wines. And so then, you know, it's fun because, like, if you knew the exact wine, you could do a blind taste test to see. And they and people have, like, if you research it online and that you know, they can really? never pick. Yeah. They're, you know, I guess the top people can, you know, tell because a wine is unique no matter mm-hmm. what. But they're so close and they and they taste expensive. So does it taste expensive? Because this was about okay, a $15 well, bottle of wine. But it's probably yeah. supposed to be tasting like a 30 or 40 bottle. Well, I wouldn't know because I never drink 30, 40 bottle of wine. But I, I was just going to say, I I think it's a very good wine. I mm-hmm. I am the first person to tell you that I, if I'm drinking a 8 or $10 bottle of wine versus mm-hmm. a $20 bottle of wine, I I can't really tell. But mm-hmm. I, I enjoy this. And I'm yeah. very happy to not spend twice the cost to get this taste and i i do i have tasted you know expensive wines and Mm -hmm. like say if they're all the same like all cabernets you know and i'm comparing i gotta say some of the expensive ones i can tell they're like whoa this tastes really good you know and then i'll be like oh great that's the expensive one so yes and say do you think it's more of a full-bodied or smoother taste or what do you? What's your impression? You think when when you think you're tasting an expensive wine? Because um, I don't know that I can I don't do that. Know, except for it's just, um, and it may it may just be I have expensive taste. Who knows? You know, <laughs> like I don't <laughs> like I don't necessarily go. Okay, I just I just when I'm tasting it, I think, 
Wow, I really like this. It's something about the way it finishes, I think, to me. Okay. Um, Interesting. It's just right on my tongue more so Mm -hmm. than, you know, it doesn't pucker it too much or be too sweet. It's just something about Hmm. that that I like. And I guess, you know, some people like sweet wine, so they might like the cheaper or whatever. Well, this one is... So what do you um, think of this? This one is good. I I like it. It's aromas of mocha, plum, and cherry spice. Enter sweet on the palate with firm tannins, mid-palate, and a long balanced finish. And I just noticed when I had it that it was, when I had that last sip, it was like kind of sweet at the end. Mm -hmm. Like Mm. not sweet, sweet, but like fruity. Um, But it has a little bit of spice to it, don't you think? It's not a kick, but I mean, there's a little activity going on. I mean, it's a little more interesting than a usual. Right. It's not just, just okay, it tastes like grapes, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I would buy this again. I would certainly buy buy this bottle of wine again, for sure. I know. I think it's good, and it's a good price, and it's pretty label, and so there you go. So anyway, you know, that was a long for, thing on the wine, but it, that, was, it long. was a very interesting wine. So that's okay. Okay, but it is the wine is perfect for the book. Given it the, is the content for of multiple the book. I mean, reasons, yeah. and yeah. you will know once you read the book. But we can't tell you yeah. everything. But we can't say anything. <laughs> I know. And um, you have to read to the last page to know. And then food, because she ate Cobb salad in. Mm-hmm the book a couple times so mm-hmm. I was like well, that would be perfect because you could just have a, a like a deconstructed one everybody could make their own like a big lettuce right. and then you'd have mm-hmm. you know the whatever chicken egg avocado tomato blue cheese you know just little bowls of that and everybody could make their own mm-hmm. that'd be fun she did tea and biscuits you know like the oh. sweet cookie kind so you could have that yeah. as well to follow up and that mm-hmm, way like a little if somebody dessert. yeah and so because january especially you know a lot of people are trying to be really good so yeah. there's some people that aren't even drinking wine so those people can have tea there you go we could have wine <laughs> there's some <laughs> people that, that are person. not doing the sugar so they can have the cookies and then the people who are being really good have more salad and so <laughs> Again, we're seeing two sides of the coin. So it fits the book oh, as well. Nice. See? It does. It does. <laughs> oh, you've you've really thought this oh, through. Yeah. I got it. I got it down, baby. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's the food and wine. So now that we have our food and wine for this selection, which is Good Girls Lie, it's time to talk about the book and the author. So J.T. Ellison is the author of Good Girls Lie. I believe this might be her 20th novel. Wow. Ish. <laughs> I know. I know. And as you said, I am, I'm, I'm a big fan of J.T.'s. She writes great mysteries and suspense and thrillers. Mm-hmm. Um she writes, um, she's written two different series, wow. some, a bunch of very good standalones recently. And then she's also been writing for the last several years, um, writing together with Kat- Catherine Coulter, um, a Brit in the FBI series. And they just wrapped up that series last year. So she is very busy. I think she's, it's very common for her to be putting two books out a year. 
she's active in on her social media. She she well, also writes short stories. <laughs> uh, she is busy. I mean, I could just keep going on mm-hmm. and on. She has a really interesting background. Um, she used to work in D.C. and mm-hmm. um, in the White House, and then in in oh, wow. private endeavors. Eventually ended up in Nashville, and Nashville has been the setting for quite a few of her books. But the mm-hmm. setting for this book actually partially st- stemmed from um, her college experience. Uh, okay. And so that was really interesting, I thought. Mm-hmm. So um, so JT is, um, she writes uh, her under JT Ellison. Her mm-hmm. website's jtellison.com. But she also does social media um, under Thriller Chick. So if you're looking for her oh, on Twitter, okay. she writes um, under the uh, lovely name of Thriller Chick, which I think is really funny. Yeah, that is funny. So, yeah. And so one of the things I've really liked about her is in addition to liking her writing, um, mm-hmm. and I went and saw her speak once a couple of years ago in Minnesota. I was there for oh, some cool. um yeah, which was great. And I really did go to see her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's wickedly funny, which I'm always a fan <laughs> of. And um, But she really talks a lot about how to get so much stuff done. I mean, she talks about productivity a lot, which, you know, mm-hmm. I could read and talk right. about for hours. <laughs> instead of, ironically, instead of actually writing, I like to plan the writing. But... Um, she also gives great advice to other writers. She's just a really generous writer, I think, in general. So, mm-hmm. well, um, I'm excited that, to talk to her. I know you know I've been a fan for a while, so I was thrilled mm-hmm. we could start the year with this book. Right. So, now that you've heard me talking about J.T. Ellison for so long, mm-hmm. what did you think of the book? I loved it. It literally was one of those books, and I know I say this all the time, and probably we fortunately have been picking a lot of really great authors that, you know, are have page turners, but this was one that I, I just didn't stop. I didn't stop reading it, and so, yeah. I mean, I did for like a few hours to sleep, and then got up and finished it the next day because it just <clears throat> made me want to turn the page, you know? Yeah, I wanted to know what was going on. I couldn't figure it out. For instance, okay, so it's in this boarding school for for girls, and it's in Virginia, <clears throat> and that's almost mm-hmm. all we can tell you, <laughs> um, except right. that nothing very is as elite it seems. girls. Yes, right? yeah. very elite, yeah. and you know all the drama that you can imagine would come along with that, as along with yeah, just all kinds of extra drama and. Um, <laughs> and every character, they seem to have like this double life, you know, mm-hmm. you go on this wild ride trying to figure out what's real and what's fake. And each time you start, you think you got it, then something else comes along and you're like, wait a minute. And um, <laughs> don't you think? Yeah. I, what I loved was one. So there's a, a girl who comes to this boarding school mm-hmm. and and comes under mysterious circumstances. And right away, she's talking to the woman and head of the school. Um, mm-hmm. And the woman is, the, the headmistress is, is making it very clear to her that lives are absolutely unacceptable at the school. 
But here's the lie we're going to protect about you right. and not tell everybody. And I thought, oh, this is like this is this is going to be a wild ride because like that's the clear thing, right? Lies are not allowed, except I for the know. ones we're just going to accept. And it just went from there where it was just. Right. You know, I mean, like what's the, really the, going on? The one character we could probably say we just nothing more except that that you know Becca. I mean, like she's yeah. such a mean bitch mean really girl. <laughs> she really is i was just thinking she's a bitch she yeah, um, and is she's, kind of and the she, popular girl at school yeah. right and you and so you so... think okay she's really psycho and then the next mm-hmm. time, time you turn around she does something kind of nice and then you wonder maybe she's just misunderstood and it just yes yeah, i didn't think that going yeah <laughs> it keeps joking. going back and forth and mm-hmm. you know another layer gets peeled and another layer and you know yeah. every time something happens and that's how it is with all the characters i mean i just thought it was it is. that's that's how you can be discussing forever especially all the stuff that they you do could. But we can't talk about well it. <laughs> no and then you know so you have all you have the kind of the whole theme about what's real what's not real mm-hmm. you know everything in between like jt says in her log line but mm-hmm. then there's also you know the boarding school environment it's got mm-hmm. some real creepy factors to it you've got mm-hmm. teenage girls kind of some i would say i wouldn't call it hazing necessarily as much as bullying situation and there's so much here it's just ripe for conversation yes. yeah but you want to do it with everybody who's read it that's why we don't want to yep. go too far because we don't yep. want to make anybody so <laughs> now we're just going to say do it for your book club and make sure everybody reads it before they come yeah. Oh, for sure. But it is honestly probably of all the books we've read in a while. I think this is the mo- would be the most fun book club pick just because there's so much there. Right. Writer's, Writer's perspective. perspective. Okay, so this week for the writer's perspective, I thought it would be very logical to talk about a blog post that J.T. Ellison had um, had written on her on her webpage. She oh, has a course. whole section. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. Am I a fangirl or what? I will have to pull it together when we talk to her next week. <laughs> okay, but um, she has a tab for writers, and she's got really good articles on there. And so mm-hmm. she has um, a blog called the Two Minute Rule. Yes, and it's it's pretty great because in her two minute rule is, if you don't catch your reader's attention in two minutes, you're sunk, yeah. as a writer. Yeah. Two minutes. That's crazy. I know. It it's is so hard, isn't it? I mean, to make it real. <laughs> That's why I've rewritten my first chapter fifty five times. <laughs> I know. I'm back to but rewriting mine real. as well, and I'm like, you know, yeah. it's just, um, it's you have to make it as real. You know, you can't just be like, okay, I mean, you can to an extent. She mm-hmm. even says that you could put like a body in the beginning and whatever, but you've got to make yeah. it so that somebody cares enough about that body or that whatever to keep going too. So you right. can't just like be a, oh, wow, something great happened and then have no reason to care about why or anything, right. you know, so it's, it's tricky. Right. It's yeah. Tricky. She said you, so now that you know that, you know, we need to get this done the first two minutes. And she does advocate a death or a body right away. Um, <laughs> but she said, here's how you do it, is you need mm-hmm. a sharp, strong voice, an engaging style, starting mm-hmm. the action and the story immediately. And that's a lot to do in the first two minutes. Oh, and yeah. I think 
I mean, I think a, a lot of writers um, start with a tendency that, you know, there's so much backstory in your brain, yes. and that's what you want to start with, right? Well, nobody right. wants to. You need to, to lay the land, in, but yeah. you, you know, yeah. you really yeah. can't. you got to lay it a little bit later, I guess, and just give enough information well, to make it clear, but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would say, I, I would argue that JT did this very um, successfully in her own book, um, in this latest Good Girls Lie. Mm-hmm. I mean, that first scene yes. is haunting. It is yes. absolutely haunting. And you completely are hooked and you want to know what the heck happened. I know. In that scene. And I, I, I mean, I just, when I read this blog post, I thought, oh man, did she write this? Yeah, she wrote it before she wrote this book because, boy, does she follow her own advice. <laughs> but she does – she gives a lot of, you know, examples mm-hmm. of other authors and how they do this. She mentions yeah. John Sanford and John Connolly and Tammy Hogue and P.J. Parrish. Uh, yes. We met P.J. at Sleuthfest. So it's uh, – I mean, it's something to aspire to for sure. Okay, Kathy, before we say what's going on in our worlds um... – what is the verdict on the wine? Do you taste? Does it taste like an expensive Cabernet? We've had a yeah. Few sips I mean, now. I think it. Okay. I think yeah. I've had I've had a few also. I think okay. it tastes like a very nice bottle of wine. I would be happy to give it as a nice gift to somebody. Okay. I'd be happy to serve it. I'm I'm down. I'm okay. actually well, now. I want to try the other varieties. Yes. Yeah, I have to say I do think it'd be really fun to. Um, have the original and the one the the replica and and do a taste test. That'd be a we really should fun do that. We thing. should do that when you come when we get together. Yeah, we should do that. All right, that's a plan. Yeah, along with yeah. all our other so, plans. <laughs> I know so many plans. Yes. Um. So, Christy, tell me what you mentioned that you're reworking your first chapter. Yes, I am. Give me I've the skinny. Back. What's going on? Well, yeah. I got some advice um, from an author that I respect. And so I was like, all right, you're right. I thought it was done, <laughs> but might need a little bit more. And, um, and so yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm reworking it a little. <clears throat> As you know, that's what happens. I do. You know, and it you just know no when to generous... stop. So, yeah. I think you will know when to stop. I do. I actually think you will. I'm, I'm telling myself I thought that. I did, but. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> that's when you I have to have somebody else really that tell you the nuts and bolts. And, and then again, you have to understand that it sometimes takes a, a little bit of different perspective. Well, I would think the time mm-hmm. that has elapsed since mm-hmm. you touched it last as far as mm-hmm. editing goes mm-hmm. has to alone give you a fresh perspective mm-hmm. i mean just you know yeah it does and and but it's still it, it's still you need somebody else to look at it honestly you know i do like to leave a lot for people's imagination you know i feel like they don't have to be told every single little thing but i need to lay more out as far as description um just so that it really sucks somebody in, you know, and I really wasn't yeah. kind of doing that because I thought it was there. But then when I look at it from somebody else's eyes, I'm like, oh, I guess they really didn't see what I saw because I didn't, you know, make it as clear mm-hmm. as I could. So are you talking about like settings or characters or yes. just? 
Yes, all of that. (laughs) Yes, well, you know, because I knew where she was, and I did give some indications, oh, it's hot, it's whatever, but um, Mm -hmm. I didn't pull them into her as much, where we were looking at it through her eyes, which would make us want to know more about her sooner, you know, okay, instead of making her... She was, she's sort of mysterious, but you can be mysterious and also likable enough that you want to, you know, you want to love the character enough to invest yourself into the book. And I wasn't making her as whole, I think, in the first few pages. I mean, once you get into the book and stuff, you, you learn a lot about her, I think. And, you know, most people have not had a problem, but that's the problem with trying to get a book sold. I mean, her agent gets 20,000 submissions a year. 20,000 and chooses six. Six out of 20,000. So, you know, you have to, you have to catch it in the beginning, you know, it's not, it's it's with your debut novel for sure, you know, so. Well, well, for sure. And I'm doing the math right now here. It's 20,000 divided by 52 weeks. She gets 385 submissions a week on average. Wow. <laughs> that's. Yeah. I'm sure different agents you know, get different amounts, but sure, yeah, that's sure. crazy. Yeah. It's a sizable amount. And so yeah, you do so, have to stick out. And so. Wow. That two, that two minute rule. Ugh, yep. Ugly. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, so we're what are you doing? Are you still stuff. working on yours then too? Your yeah. Beginning, I, I, well, no, I'm, I'm. You're Today through. I was, I am in the middle. Oh, okay. I'm trying to make a pass through the whole thing. Yes. And I just today was working on a couple chapters just right before the mid kind of culmination, you know, kind of a right before a big scene. Mm-hmm. And um, in the middle of act two, I guess you can say. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, some days I, or some chapters, I think, yeah, I really like this chapter. I mean, today I actually, re- I made a note to myself because I'm, I'm very hard on myself. Yes. I'll be honest yes. about that. Uh-huh. But that's, you know, I don't mind that necessarily. Right. But I, I did make a note. I liked a chapter in particular, and I forced myself to write down why I liked it. Oh, good. And so I put a sticky note on my desk and said, I like chapter 36, and here's why. And okay. um, so I'm still, I'm plugging away. It's oh, um, Well, you're I, killing I, me with the suspense. I want to well, know what happens. <laughs> I I have enough pressure on myself the way it is. I'll get it to you when I can. It's a, it is a it's a daunting thing to try to fit it in, but I'm doing the best I, I can. Well, you, what you could do is you could just like give me a chapter at a time, like over the weeks. You know, if you're already <laughs> a cereal, give you a, like, a, a, cereal. like a, a cereal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's funny. All right. Well, great. Well, at least we're working in this new year. We're working. And we got yeah. a big, big one coming up next week. We, um, we're we going to be talking with J.T. Ellison. So we got that courts and conversation going. So everybody should listen. Yeah. So we've got, we already know our next three books we're discussing. And we're talking to two of those authors. So we've got a lot coming up. Yep. And we're gonna, I'm going to start putting more out on Twitter, I think, so that everybody can follow and get the books ahead of time if we know them and stuff. That'll be fun. I think for our mysterious foodies out there. All right. All right. Well, happy new year. Happy new year.
Thanks to our mysterious foodies out there for listening and sharing. Check out our website, gameofbookspodcast.com, where you can find links to all we talk about. And if you subscribe to our weekly newsletter, you can get those links sent directly to you, along with any exciting updates. We are also on Facebook and Twitter under at GOB Writers. And if you enjoyed this episode as much as we did, we would love to hear from you. And please subscribe to Game of Books wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of our book club ideas and quirks and conversations with award-winning and best-selling authors. That's all for today's episode of Game of Books Podcast, where we share food, wine, and mystery every Friday morning, just in time for the weekend. This is Christy and Kathy saying thanks for listening. Bye, Bye everybody. everybody.